Hey, what's going on? It's Danny Strollowitz from At Just Nation NYC. This is Elon Frankel from At Giants Nation NYC. And you're listening to the first ever Jets Giants Rivalry Podcast. Let's get it! Welcome to episode 8, Met Lifeless. This is a week where Jets lose to the Dolphins, Giants to the Cowboys, and let me break this down quickly. So before the season, Jets fire their GM. Okay, you could explain that. Okay, changing authority from a bad team. You go 1-6, okay, you can explain that. Bad roster, injuries, whatever. They lose to the Dolphins? You can't explain that. You can't, Danny, you went off last week saying you said they have a good future. You said they suck right now. You said you gave up on this season. They have, they have a good future, though. No, you can't say they have a good future after losing to the Dolphins. This team, they started with Fitzmagic. They benched Fitzmagic for Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen gets injured. Fitzmagic comes back in. Then as soon as Josh Rosen's healthy again, Josh Rosen comes back. And then they bench Josh Rosen for Fitzmagic, put him in against the Jets, throws for almost 300 yards and three touchdowns, and they beat them. 28-16? Yeah? It was actually 26-18. 26-18. This is insane, man. You lost to a non-NFL team. This team is trying to lose. They're trying to lose. And you still lost. How could you explain that? Well, you know, they say no team loses better than the New York Jets. Uh, and I, I we we did it to perfection. Everything I said last last week, uh, I take back. It's all wrong. We're going right <laughs> so to I'll hell. I'll take that dub. We'll right, we're going right to hell. And we're still going to be the Giants next week. We're going to destroy them. But let me go on a little rant here. The Jets are 1-6. and six. And the only thing that they could use right now after Jamal Adams, you know, blows up like a little girl and, you know, the losing awful game to Jacksonville and uh, Le'Veon Bell being in trade talks and, you know, all that. The only thing that could cure a team is wins. But, of course, they you don't know, win. <laughs> we went to a team that is trying to lose with... You know, a team that is trying to win, and we lost to a team that's trying to lose. Think about that. Actually, don't, because it's impossible to understand. We are the worst franchise ever. That's easier. That, let me make it simple. We're the worst franchise in all sports ever, and we have the worst coach of all time. Adam Gates was on the Michael K. show today, and he said, when asked, what do you think of your job? How are you doing? He's like... I have no clue. That's for others to determine how I'm doing. You're one in seven, and you just lost to the Dolphins, and you're gonna tell us you have no clue how you're doing? You suck. Let me make it easy for you, Adam. <laughs> you are the worst coach in Jets history. You're probably the worst NFL coach in the history of football. Literally dead last. I don't want to hear excuses. He literally brought out injuries. He brought up injuries. Excuse. I'm sorry. You're going to tell me that even with all the injuries, we are less talented than the Miami Dolphins? Are you really going to tell me that we have a less talented team versus a team that got rid of all talent? Kenny and Drake had 30 yards, and they had to trade him. 
because God forbid they have any success. This team started by Kalen Balaj and you know <laughs> Mark Walton. I don't know. Yeah, well, Preston Mike Gesicki, Preston know, Williams, Fitzmagic. Listen, it's a core. That's- some may call Preston Williams Jerry Rice. I don't. Mike Gesicki <laughs> is not Tony Gonzalez. I promise you. All right. The Jets made Mike Gesicki look like the best tight end in the league. They made Preston Williams look like the best receiver in the league. These people are talentless. That's the reason why they are on the Miami Dolphins. We <laughs> lost to the Miami Dolphins. And you're going to tell me you have no clue how, how you're doing? You know how you're doing. You're 1-7, and seven, and you are the worst coach ever. And, you know, he's, he, he's telling us we got eight more games. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> you're going to lose all eight The problem is that we're, we're, you know, have no hope, and we're so pissed, and you're telling us we have eight more games. We know more than you that we have eight more games that we have to watch because you might not have eight more games. We have oh. eight more games. We have to you watch saw, this team next you year. Saw the, yeah, you we, saw the crowd. We were here the last hundred years. Daryl Roberts went on a rant on Instagram calling all the Jets fans fake fans. Who are you? You stink. Turn around. The football was right next to your head, and you literally tackled the receiver. You caught the receiver. Both your hands were under the receiver, and you, had a, and you made a football move. That's a catch. You caught the receiver instead of turning around and looking at the football, causing, us, causing a defensive passing interference to let up an eventual Dolphins score. You suck, and you're going to sit here and tell, call us fake fans. You're going to be gone next year. We will still be here. That's the problem. The problem with, you know, with going for a team like the Jets is that I will watch. You know, I'm going to watch the Jets-Giants game even no matter what. But I, I'm going to watch Jets-Redskins. I promise you. I'm going to watch Jets-Bengals. And for, you know, Adam Gase and Christopher Johnson, the worst owner, and, I, and Fred Wilpon and James Dolan exist. They are real people, and I'm still calling Christopher Johnson the worst owner of all time. You know, to expect us... To you know, watch every game. I'm a season ticket holder, right? I I have a I have season tickets for the Jets, and I just got an email. I got an email that said, "Check out, buy extra tickets for Jets vs Raiders and Jets vs Steelers." You're gonna tell me you're gonna send me an email <laughs> telling me to buy more tickets to your crappy organization, your product, which I'm not, which I bought. You're gonna actually tell me that Christopher Johnson is nowhere to be seen. No press conferences. Nothing. Right, he, he's playing hide-and-seek, but only the hide part. He is absolutely horrendous, and he's the one who gave Gates control. He gave Gates so much. You know, there was a power struggle between Gates and McCagan. No, McCagan's the worst. Tremaine Johnson went to the IR. Thank God. He played his last snap as a Jet. He's gone. Tremaine Johnson's career as a Jet has officially been over. Thank the Lord we don't have to deal with him. Leonard Williams is not a Jet. Joe Woo! Douglas. Giants. It's, a, it's a process. Got rid of the... Leonard Williams got rid of Tremaine Johnson, two of the worst, the worst motivated players I've ever, the least, sorry, the least motivated players I've ever seen and watched, Leonard Williams and Tremaine Johnson, absolutely don't care, or they look like they're not, they don't care, to watch, to sit there, you know, and, and see this team that Mike McCagden constructed and Adam Gates controls, you know, two awful human beings, it's just so painful each and every week. And then Miami, that's the line. That's when you say, okay, I can't watch this. I can't do this. When I, Brian Flores is getting the game ball yeah. and they're all parading around him in the locker room, you know there's an issue. You know, the Miami Dolphins are the worst constructed team in the history of football. Do you know how many teams? That means there's 32 rosters a year. In the NFL, this is the NFL's 100th season. So what is that? 32,000 Rosters. 
the Miami Dolphins are dead last, and we lost them. It's just time and time again. Greg Williams, fantastic jobs. Kyle Phillips, you're turning these no names into names. You're you can't sit Quinn Williams. You can't. He's not a rotation rotational player. I don't want to see Fatu Fasi over Quinn Williams. I say that again. Fatu Fatu Fasi is playing over Quinn Williams. <laughs> now Quinn Williams does not look that good, honestly. But you know, give him time, obviously. But you have to play him. And honestly, it didn't matter. You know, Donald at the one yard line. Oh yeah, the, the one- Ryan Griffin called touchdown, called back on for, the one yard the, line. The worst call I've ever seen, but whatever. <laughs> on the one yard line, Sam Donald flips it in the air. What are you doing? And he said, "I tried to throw it out of bounds. You missed out of bounds that badly. Do you know how big out of bounds is? <laughs> it's huge." That's like the biggest receiver in the field out of bounds. <laughs> and you couldn't make that throw. It's hard to watch. Sam Donald, you know, the word regressing, it's a, it's a t- tough word. It's a powerful word, but you have to use it when you have a coach like Gase. That's what have, I said. I said that last week. I said, you know, I said, Gase is stumping his growth. And, and you're and, stumping his growth? I said, yes. I said. Again, it's a, this is a totally different narrative a week ago. It, is, <laughs> it really is. The whole team, you say it's one game. It's not. This one Dolphins. game is, you know, it's a, every Jets fan has changed their mind. Anyone that was not on the fire gaze train is on that train. You heard the whole stadium. Has the whole a, stadium. Fire gaze. an off-peak round trip on that train, on the fire gaze train. They are ready. Anyone who thought the Jets had a chance to make a run does not. Anyone that thought this, this organization could be competent at all doesn't think that anymore. And any player for the Jets who had has talent or thought we had talent, won't be here next year. Love you. I think I wouldn't be surprised if Joe Douglas gets rid of Jamal Adams. I wouldn't be surprised if Joe Douglas gets rid of Le'Veon Bell. You don't no understand. Chance. You don't understand. He's trying, and he's smart, to get rid of McCagden. To just, you can't, anything that's left over from McCagden, he wants to get rid of. No, obviously, I, I think, I hope we keep Jamal, and he's a star player. You're just going to be going is. backwards if you get rid of your best player. But again, only this is the best draft in recent history with offensive linemen. These yeah. offensive linemen coming this draft? year is insane. So if the Jets trade Jamal for a first-round pick and more and, and, and a third, listen, you got to build up that offensive so line. They, they were, that's why they're taking calls. They have better. Jamal Adams goes off. Like, Rams don't, take, Rams don't take calls on Aaron Donald. Patriots don't take calls on Tom Brady. You beat you be Tom Brady, and then I promise you we won't trade you. <laughs> I promise. If you're Aaron Donald, we won't trade you. But you're not. Also, you play the safety position, which one, of, which is one of the least important positions. That's not true. Show. He's literally the he's the head of that defense. Okay, but he's not Aaron Donald, and he's not Tom Brady. I promise you that. He's not. And he's not, and he, and he doesn't know it. So so much. But Donald. he's a top five safety. I love Jamal Adams. He's he's amazing, and I think that he'll be here next year. He'll be the captain of our defense. But it's just so hard when you have no direction where this team is going in because of a guy like Adam Gaze. They have to fire him as soon as possible. And Greg Williams. It's not fair to us. Greg Williams is excellent. I'm, I no, I, th- Greg I think Greg Williams is going to be going to be a head coach again. He was a head coach last year for and the he Browns. He did a good job in Cleveland. Well, so, yeah. Clearly, Freddie Kitchens was the wrong move. They went Freddie Kitchens over Greg Williams. See how that backfired. You can see that. I hope he's the coach next week. Obviously, he won't be, but I really hope you know we get to see him be that interim head coach. Well, Greg Williams' defense just gave up to three touchdowns. To the Dolphins. Yeah, but that's, again, you know, he could use injury bug more, much more than Adam Gase can. That's for sure. Adam Gase just dialing up no offense. You saw that Saquon Barkley squeeze, 
Sorry, the Saquon Barkley screen, that 65-yarder. Yeah. You cannot tell me the Jets can't do that with Le'Veon Bell. I promise you that Demarius Thomas could block just as well as Golden Tate can. I promise. There's nothing excellent about that play. It's a simple screen. You recognize the defense, you throw the screen. There's no way the Dolphins... Right, we're doing so much better than the Cowboys that they would have taken that screen. The Jets had a screen for like eleven yards. They could have gotten a sixty-five yard. There's nothing, nothing special about that play. The offensive linemen are not involved, which is perfect for the Jets because they have no offensive <laughs> linemen. Right, that's the point of a screen pass, and the Jets just don't do it. Le'Veon Bell killed it in Pittsburgh, and you cannot tell me that the Jets cannot perform that that simple play, which is so big. Okay, listen, listen, listen. The Dolphins are last in turnovers caused. And tied for second to last in sacks. The Jets let them get three sacks. And they threw a pick to them at the one-yard line. Yeah. 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 That's all, you got to, that's all you got to say? For now. But it's just like, how do you expect us, Jets fans, to watch you, to go to your games? I know Jets Raiders is going to be sold out. But I really hope. Sold out. It will be. It, I know. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy, but it will be. I'm telling you, I really hope that place is just booze. And, you know, I, and I'm going to go to the Jets-Giants game. You know, the Giants fans aren't happy. You know, the Giants fans had booze Monday night. Yeah, we did. A lot of booze from the Giants Yeah, because we, we can't capitalize on the red zone. We'll get and to that later. It's we'll going to be later. the first time where both teams are booing no matter. The, both teams are going to be booing. <laughs> We're going to come together. We're, We're going to come together. You know, me and Elon are going to come together because it is so horrendous in New York right now, in New York football, that the Giants fans are booing the Giants. The Jets fans are booing the Jets. There's going to be a point where no one knows who to cheer for who, you know, and everyone's going to be looking at each other like, when the Jets score, yeah, like, no one knows. <laughs> who knows? Because Giants fans are fed up. Jets fans are, le- like, livid. They're, like, not even there anymore. Do you want to tank or do you want to beat the your rivals? Do you care about football exactly. anymore? So many questions. So many questions for both the Jets and the Giants. And with that... No, wait, no. wait, no. I, this is, before we get to the Giants, I just want to use a Sam Darnold quote from this week. You're, you're going to love this. Sam Darnold said, Coach Gase is one of the best coaches I've ever been around. It's just you know. a matter of going out there... As players executing, staying consistent, he's putting together great game plans. <laughs> you know, Sam Darnold, not only around, is his football IQ awful, he's been around <laughs> two head coaches, Adam Gase and Todd Bowles. <laughs> Adam Gase makes me miss Todd Bowles. I miss Jeremy Bates. Jeremy Bates was so horrific <laughs> last year that when Darnold threw the ball over four yards, the camera would go to him and applaud him. And thank him. Wow, what a great Jeremy Bates. What we we could not stand a second of him. And now I wish he was back. I wish Rex Ryan was back. I wish Todd Bowles was back. I wish Todd Morden was back. And I I don't have I bring everyone all these. I Adam Gates makes me miss Jeremy Bates. I never thought I'd say that. Wow, just horrific. Okay, let's get to the Giants. Okay, they lose to the Cowboys. Daunting score. You're not going to love this score. But if you actually watch the game, you'll see that the Cowboys literally gave the Giants the game. We should have won that game. It was 37-18. But if you look, we had four field goals and a touchdown and a missed PAT. So this is how, this is how we broke it down the game. We, have, we start off with that pick, Antoine Bethea. We pick off Dak. We're immediately in the red zone. 
we're at like the six yard line and we can't score on a third down. So we have a twenty one yard field goal. Pathetic, Our next score what? Daniel Jones just not finished yesterday. In the, yeah, in the red zone, we were awful. And Shermer goes on a radio show and says, it's not a trend that we can't finish in the red zone. Yes, it is. We had four field goals, and all four of them were with were, were 20-yard field goals. 29, 26, 25, and 21. So that means we were at the 6-yard line, the 10-yard line, the 11-yard the line, and, and then the 14-yard line. And we couldn't score. Those should have been... Four touchdowns right there, and we win that game. And, okay, let's start, first start with the defense. I've gone on this podcast for seven weeks straight saying how DeAndre Baker's getting better and better and better. And then I watched last night, and I, you hear this pro, uh, pro football stat saying how 70% of the time that quarterbacks target DeAndre Baker, they are successful. 70% success rate. He is awful. He doesn't know how to play football. This, okay, this guy, you see the, the Amari Cooper touchdown? You saw that? Amari Cooper had like a 45-yard wide touchdown. Open. Wide open. Do you know why? Do you, do you sealed the game right there. Do you know why he was wide open? Because they were playing a man defense, and DeAndre Baker was the only one on the field that thought it was a zone defense. So he played zone that play while everyone else played man. So Amari Cooper goes straight across the field and gets a touchdown. DeAndre Baker is awful. Wait, wait, wait back on that. 70%. So you're saying if a quarterback for the entire game just threw it, DeAndre Baker. 70%. 70% of the time, it would be a completion. I think I think guy. if you throw it the whole game, it'll be like closer to 85%. It'll go up. Yeah, he'll get oh, tired. This guy, this guy sucks. This guy sucks. The more he's targeted, the more he's targeted, the more, the more production you're going to get on your offense. He's awful. And Sam Beal's coming back. I like Sam Beal. We got him a supplementary draft last year. We, we gave up a third-round pick for him. He was on the IR last year. He put back on the IR this year. We just activated him now. And reports are in now that DeAndre Baker still has a spot over Sam Beal. That's not insane. But I will not be surprised if Sam Beal takes over that spot in a second. Corey Ballantyne should be taking over that spot right now. I, I think DeAndre Baker, he was a great talent coming out of college. I think he needs a lot of time, a lot of work. That's just the secondary right there. Janori Shankins is another part of secondary. We should have got rid of him at the trade deadline. What are we doing? Why are we not getting rid of our, play, our, our awful veterans at the trade deadline when are we, we are rebuilding? We don't need Janori Shankins in the game. He is worse than every other quarterback on the team, including DeAndre Baker. He is worse than DeAndre Baker. You saw him last night on that Blake Jarwin 42-yard touchdown. You saw Blake Jarwin's 40. Blake Jarwin! Blake Jarwin had a 42 42- 42-yard touchdown. It was on a third down. We could have took the game there. Blake Jarwin and Mike Gusecki looking like yeah. Hall of Famers. We made Blake Jarwin. Jets made Gusecki. He had 6 for 95. Jarwin played amazing. Witten straight out of retirement still gets like a million yards against the Giants. He had no legs. No legs. Just a blank space. Just a blank space. in the air. And he's catching. <laughs> it's insane. So Janori Jenkins has a chance to tackle him at the 10-yard line. But instead, he throws his left hand out there, slaps Blake Jarwin on back, says, go get in there. Go get in the touchdown. That's Janorius for you right there. Corey and Ballantyne, I'm just going around the secondary. Corey and Ballantyne, not bad. They took him out of kick returning for some reason, put Latimer there. That's a separate issue. Corey Ballantyne, I like him a lot. Julian Love's not really playing. But Jabril Peppers, this is the one bright spot of our secondary. He is so good. Do you see that forced fumble on Randall Cobb? You see, you saw that, Danny. Sure. Sure. 
Oh, you don't want to talk about it. Because this is our future right here. Jabril Peppers. Randall Cobb catches it. First down. That's a third down conversion. John's going crazy. Stop someone. Third down. Jabril Peppers comes out of nowhere. Knocks that ball out. Get a turnover. John's, we forced some turnovers this game. But the problem is, our secondary, we got Janorius. We got Baker, who needs so much time. And then we have the pass rush and run defense that can't stop anything. Leonard Williams. Leonard Williams. We traded a third and a fifth for him. He didn't look awful last night. He had one quarterback hit. Yeah. You don't even understand. It's your your turn now. (laughs) We got him now. But Danny comes up to me after that trade, just laughs. He just laughs in my face. We're... I said on the pot. I literally said last week. I said last week. You you said we're gonna trade Leonard Williams. The Jets will trade Leonard Williams at the deadline for uh for a third round pick. I said they're not getting anything better than a fourth. You could go back last week. I said they're not getting anything better than a fourth from a competent franchise. I I forgot about Dave Gettleman. I forgot about him. I forgot that he's not competent and he gave up a third and a fifth and potentially the fifth turns into a fourth. So we give up a third and a fourth for Leonard Williams. This guy is awful. Uh, he, he made it to Pro Bowl two years ago. So hopefully you bank on that. Three years ago. So hopefully you bank on that. He definitely has something deep within him. No, but very, very, very deep. Very deep. deep. It's like so very deep. deep. I think it's lost. I think he's lost in his hair. It's lost, it's lost yeah. in his hair. It's, it's sad. He's owned so fast, so big, so athletic, and sucks it's so su- much. He had three tackles. He had a quarterback hit. He had a lot of pressures last night. Yeah, he got right to the quarterback five minutes after he threw it. That was nice. <laughs> he had a roughing the passer penalty, but that was uh, wait, that was taken back because it was offsetting penalties. So he yeah, didn't really get hold, it. They could have used that holding, that's for sure. <laughs> they could have, 100%. Um, yeah, so that's Leonard Williams. Now we're, now we're transitioning to the line here. BJ Hill's not playing that much anymore because Leonard Williams... Is there to take over B.J. Hill? When you're getting taken over by Leonard Williams, you know there's a problem. B.J. Hill had five and a half sacks last year. Not bad. And now he's last being taken year. over by Leonard Williams this year. But bright, another bright spot, Marcus Golden. He has five and a half right now. He's on track for like double digits. But that's good. But then you have that run defense. And you see Zeke Elliott saying he got the easiest 140 yards he's gotten in his life. Tony Pollard also tore up. We literally can't stop anyone. I'm so scared for Le'Veon Bell. I'm so scared for him. I think Le'Veon, yeah, he's probably more talented than Zeke, but obviously Cowboys have a better offensive line. So that's the thing. But oh, I think really? they, <laughs> they don't have a better offensive line than the Jets. Listen, I think Zeke um, didn't have to put his uh, jersey in the laundry this time. I think he just he didn't. He didn't. He didn't break a sweat. He put it right. He didn't break a sweat. That looked so easy for him. It was whole, he, he said easiest 140 yards of his life. And I don't blame him. This is the Giants' defense. This is what we do. We let, we let them run all over us. We let them get third-down conversions. We let them get 45-yard touchdowns. When, when we had a third down, and we could have changed the whole tide of the game. Like, that's a huge problem right there. And then, and then just going back, going to the offense. So the defense is awful right now. We're all just young players that are, like, running around, no heads, trying to find themselves. Just not, they're looking awful. But at the same time, this, this is a winnable game right here. This is a winnable game. We had four field goals that were 20 to 30 yards. This is a winnable game. Evident, Darius Slayton. Darius Slayton having a sick rookie season. That two-minute drill. You, did, you, did you watch that two-minute drill? Not two-minute. It was a one-minute drill for Daniel Jones. 50 seconds left. We have 
First and ten. Let's do this. One minute drill. Get some good experience here. Let's drive up the field. Let's get a touchdown before halftime. We are up. We are up. I think twelve ten at the time. We are up twelve ten at the time, and it's first and ten. Let's let's get Daniel Jones going here. Let's get him on the drive. Curl flat. Darius Slayton eight yards out. Drop. Drops it. He had problems dropping in in the off season. Played amazing the first eight weeks. Drops that first and ten. Okay, now it's second and ten. Second and ten, we take. We, we have an incomplete pass. Then third and ten, we take a deep shot where Darius Slayton doesn't look back at the ball. So Xavier was picks it off, brings it back to the Cowboys' forty-yard line. Now Brett Meyer gets a field goal before halftime, takes the lead. These are rookie mistakes. This is Daniel Jones making a rookie mistake. Just take it. He's trying to make a play here. He didn't have to. He could have looked for a check down, Saquon. Don't take that shot to Slayton. You didn't need it. There's safety help there. This is just on both ends, Slayton, Jones, rookie mistakes. That's also time. Like DeAndre Baker, we just need time to work on that. That could be a sick duo in the future. Sterling Shepard's out right now. I don't know where he is. He's he's at home with Ryan Khalil. Man, that dude must have serious issues. Serious issues. Out. He he was in concussion protocol. He was cleared to play. He went back into concussion protocol this week, like right before. Cleared to play means you know your name. Yeah, Stephen Shepard. Yeah, that's close enough. St- <laughs> that's probably what probably uh, that's the that's a concussion protocol in the NFL now. You're right. And okay, side point here: the NFL. We, why did you make this PI rule? Right. How do you know like the percentage? It's like it's like a fourteen percent. Fourteen percent are reversed, but when you look at all these plays, you see the clear pi. They just don't want to reverse it for some reason. Why make the rule at all? Why make the rule at all? There's literally no point when there's a there's a thir- 100%. There's, there's a second and ten. We're in the red zone, and we throw it to Evan Ingram. Uh, Pass the first down. Hunter got a pi, which was awful call. Hunter. Hunter's always the end of the game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Awful, awful, awful. awful. And then Evan K, okay, this is this is this is a play of the game right here. We're down one score. We're down one score. We have, we're in the red zone again. And it's second and ten. We throw it to the first down, Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram gets pushed from the back clearly before the ball comes in. And no PI, we challenge it. Shermer's fired up, throws a challenge flag. We review it. All the announcers are saying this is a clear PI. They get like what's his name, Dan, the the classic PI guy. They they get the seat there, oh, whatever, yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah, they man. they get the pro analyst, the pro analyst. Who never knows anything. Who never knows anything. Okay, all three are in agreement that this is a PI. Ref comes and stands. Play play stands. Third and ten, awful play call. Twenty nine yard field goal. Okay, now now we're down like by four, and we just give it the whole game on the defense. This is just play calling, just rookie mistakes, and just a non-existent run, defense, and secondary. Just all contributing to the Giants and Jets being a competitive game next game. The Jets just lost to the Dolphins, but I know that this is going to be a competitive game just because we're just going to make the same mistakes. Your defense. We're going to make the same mistakes. All right, so let's look ahead to uh, Week 10, Jets, uh, Giants, 1 o'clock on CBS. We're going to do position by position here. All right? Okay, fine. I'll name the position. And then you'll say who has the edge. And I'll say who has the edge. Okay. Quarterback. <laughs> okay. Daniel Jones versus Darnold. We had this whole debate 
you said it's early, too early to tell. I said, maybe. But after that Dolphins game... Who has the edge? I think Daniel Jones right now, he has, he has, the, he has more confidence than, than Darnold. After losing to the Dolphins, Darnold has no confidence. Darnold's clearly lost when he says Gase is the best coach he ever played for. Hasn't played for much coaches. He hasn't played for much okay. coaches. Yeah, USC and then whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. You have a whole coaching staff. And he, he, says Gase, he, he puts Gase and best in the same sentence. He's clearly lost. So Daniel Edge Jones. Edge is Giants. Edge is Giants, clearly. Okay. Me, I would say the Edge is Jets. <laughs> we had this whole debate, and you said everything you said last week. Throw it in the garbage because they lost to the Dolphins. Giving throw it in the garbage. Why? Donald the Edge over Daniel Jones because Sam Donald has proven, not in these last couple of weeks, that he could have a stellar game. And I think versus Giants Only the defense, Cowboys. Only the Cowboys. I think versus this Giants defense, he'll have a very good game. And uh, I give the Jets the edge on the quarterback position. Why? Well, the, the Jets defense is just as bad as the Giants defense. Running back. <laughs> you don't even want to argue because you know you're wrong. Running back. I'm saying that. I'm not saying... For this game, I would give the Jets edge at the quarterback position because I think Donalds will have a better game. So Giants have better weapons than the Jets. They have a, probably a better defense. I think they have a better defense than the Jets. And you're still giving Darnold the edge. Running back. Running back. Okay, this is the easy one. Saquon Barkley is better than Le'Veon Bell. So they, you have edge. We have the edge. Say, <laughs> you're not even gonna argue. Wait, you're gonna argue I this. Say, Giants have the edge over. Okay, but quickly on that point, the Giants managed to make sure that Saquon averages two yards per carry. Two yards per carry, fourteen for twenty-eight last game. You know, Cowboys game at fourteen for twenty-eight. How bad of play calling and offensive line combined are you gonna make Saquon Barkley average two yards per carry? That's insane. The guy, the. The guy gets an automatic two yards because he's yeah. just going to push forward with all his body. Well, Manish Mehta said it himself. The only one that could stop uh, Le'Veon Bell from being great, Adam Gase. Yeah, and the a only one. Great hit. defender. And Shermer was Saquon. Same Bell. thing. It's insane. You, you can't. You can't. It's not possible. He can't average two yards. Great. Saquon Barkley. Okay, they set, up, they set up a good screen for him 65 yards. He played well on the passing game. You can't let him average two yards on the ground. Whatever. The wide receivers. We have Kay. Bobby Anderson, Jameson Crowder, Demarius Thomas. Vincent Smith. And Vincent Smith is back. <laughs> uh, verse is... Shepard if he plays. No Shepard. He's not going to play. Shepard? So Why not? Slayton, Tate. It was, a go- it was a close call this week. Slayton, he might play. Tate, and... I think, I think even without Shepard. And uh, can we include tight end? We're not including no, tight end? No, no tight end. Okay, okay so we're wide receivers right now. And Latimer and Benny Fowler. Where's the edge here? I think it's close. I think t- Tate's better than Robbie. Fine. And then... Crowder's better than... You're not Crowder, Crowder's better than Much Sladen. Much better. Crowder's better than Sladen. Fowler, and... Okay, but who's your third? Thomas? I think Latimer's better than Thomas. Yeah. Dude, Thomas should be retired right now. I give an edge to the Jets. Okay, Giants, if Sterling Shepard plays, which is very possible, that's an easy edge. Right now, I think it's pretty even. Robbie, Robbie's good. So you're going to call it even. Crowder, Crowder's good, yeah. You're going to call it even. I'll call it even if Sterling doesn't play. Offensive line. Offensive line. Okay, if you argue this, 
Wait, you didn't even do tight end yet. Okay, we'll do tight end. Tight end first. Tight end, Evan Ingram versus Ryan Griffin. And maybe a Chris Herndon appearance. I think we're going to see Chris Herndon this week. Let's go. I don't even know why. It's why, why, Jets, why, baby. Chris why didn't Herndon, he play last week? MVP. Why didn't he play last week? He's still hurt. They didn't have enough healthy Ryan numbers. Griffin's playing well. He's getting some touchdowns. Yeah, get you know? him off. Get he had two touchdowns field. two weeks get ago. Get him off the field. Chris Herndon is back. I give the edge to the Jets. I think oh Chris my Herndon's going to be the Evan best. Evan Ingram's a top, top seven Herndon's tight end. Gonna, Chris Herndon's going to be the best tight end in football next year. Bold call. Over I say Kelsey, Kittle, Ingram. You'll see. Ingram is literally a matchup nightmare. You'll no see. linebacker could take it. Okay, that's an easy edge, Giants. Danny literally doesn't want to argue with me at all on anything because he knows he's wrong in all four of these. Now we've got offensive line where he knows he's wrong, but he's going <laughs> to argue again. No, nah, the offensive line I'll give to the okay. Giants. Okay, thank you. Thank you. The Jets have the worst offensive line in football. And now the defense. Defensive line. Defensive line. So you, you lost your best player, Leonard Williams. You know, Leonard Williams did have the most QB pressures on the Jets. He did. He did. <laughs> He did. Doesn't count. It didn't really count. Oh. It didn't count because he didn't have a lot of them. But everyone else on that line didn't have any. Also, Quinnen had nothing. Who's who's your, okay? You got Quinnen. Quinnen and Leonard were your defensive tackles. No, Quinnen, McClendon, Anderson, Fatu Fasi. Fatu Fasi. Fatu Phillips, Fasi. He may, he might make this argument Kyle right here. Kyle Phillips. <laughs> These are great. Terrell so, Basham. Okay, that's an easy He's win right here. MVP we got Calvin we got Bell. Leonard Williams. We got oh, B.J. Hill. That's it. Leonard Williams. Okay. Dalvin Tomlinson. That's Jets. Jets. <laughs> Leonard Williams is the worst player ever. Next. He still had the most QB pressures on the Jets during this, the first eight weeks. Linebackers. Linebackers. Mosley's not playing. Yeah. So it's Neville Hewitt's gonna make a return most likely. So it's gonna be Hewitt, Brandon Copeland, Jordan Jenkins. And with Blake Cashman out, it is James Burgess. So, I don't think hey, James Burgess is a nobody. <laughs> he's a nobody. It took me a while. I don't know. And Novelli Hewitt. Novelli Hewitt's a backup also. He's playing solid this season, but he's a backup. Okay, Jordan Give Jenkins. Give it to the Giants. Give it to the Giants. We, have, we, we got Ogletree. We got Carter. We play 3-4. Yeah, we yeah, we, we're good. We're good. We have solid linebackers. Giants. Cornerbacks. these Jets. Safeties, Jets, cornerbacks, yeah, definitely Giants. Which remains out. Who's who's? What's your core right now? Dale Roberts. Dale Let's Roberts. Dale Roberts. Go to hell. <laughs> fake fan. Man, fake fan. You're, You're the a fake, fake fan, player. man. You're not even you on went the field. from one. No, You're not even you on are the a field, fake Dale Roberts. You are a fake fan. Me? You're the fake fan. Dale Roberts <laughs> and Nate Harrison at cornerback. I, I don't even. I don't and you got May 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 and Adams. May and Adams best of all time. Yeah, it's better than Peppers and. But Chris Hardin Okay, is so back. I, I think we take Game all of them. We take all of them except for safety. I think <laughs> we take every position. I think you take almost every and, position. And, and, but Jets win the football game on Sunday. My prediction: a non-biased, a non-biased, non-biased. prediction. And we have me. better coaching. The and we Giants have better coaching. Will lose this one because of their defense. Because they can't include. Saquon Barkley, because the Jets... I don't think it's going to be hard to include Saquon Barkley against the Jets. Once the Jets fans want to lose, that's when we win. That's how it's been all along. <laughs> it is true. Josh McCown, Ryan Fitzpatrick, these players have won at the worst of times and lost at the best of times. I, uh, and it's, yeah, a lot the of Jets questions. Do, I, do we want to win? are going to take this one 24-17. A real nail-biter. Jets come through. Adam Gase... You don't think we're putting up over 20 so, points no. against your defense? I don't think so. I'll, I'll bet with, you on that. I'll bet you on that. I'll bet you on that. Let's do this bet. Let's do this bet right here. 
No, 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 not money. Not money. Oh, you're scared to put money. That's why. If the Jets win, you're going to come to school in my Brandon Marshall Jets jersey. <laughs> if the Giants win, I, I'll come to school in your Saquon. Saquon Barkley Giants jersey. I have a Jamal Adams jersey, but I like the middle. Ah, that's fine. Uh, give me Adams. Fine. You have to wear Jamal Adams Jets jersey, spotlight white, and I'll wear your crappy Saquon Barkley jersey. Lou. Lou. If the Giants win. Do we have a deal? Uh, deal, but I'm still down to put 50 bucks on the game. Ah, uh, no, I don't have money. I don't have money. <laughs> oh, because you bet 30 bucks on the Dolphins, uh, on the Dolphins Jets. 30 Straight bucks up. on Jets Dolphins? <laughs> Take that every day of the week. And you lost. You lost 30 bucks. Good job, man. So, right. you lost a bet last week, you're going to lose a bet this week, and then when we make the money bet, you're going to lose $50. Fine. I'm not betting any money on this game, on this team. So, you're I not will... confident? No, no, we're going to lose 100%. But my prediction, Jets win by... <laughs> we're going to lose 100%, but my prediction is Jets win 24-20. <laughs> I can't say losing, I can't say that. You can't even say that they're going to win with a straight face. It's, you're laughing. It's horrendous. It's so scary right now, but, you know, I, I just think the Jets will win. So. Met Lifeless, be there in Met Life. We'll be there in Met Life. Yeah, we want to thank New York Sports Nation, Anchor, all the boys in the back, Aaron from producing. Aaron! And that's it, episode eight. New York! Young line, who's at Donald's right. Donald flushed out. Williams giving chase. Donald escapes, trying to buy himself some time. End zone, it's caught, Anderson, incredible play by Donald, and here come the Jets. Man of seven, Beckham's eighth reception, now Barkley up the middle, cuts to the outside, Saquon Barkley across midfield, down the sideline, Stater bounds, and Barkley takes it all the way. 68 yards for his first NFL touchdown. It's up to you, New York.